Sean, we are back. Oh, Danny. This is for your dad. Oh, oh Danny boy. The pipes, the pipes are calling from Glen to Glen. Why? Does my dad like that song? It's an Irish dead person song. Is there something I don't know about? (laughs) What do you mean? No, that is why we had our brief (laughs) two-week hiatus. Um, Unfortunately, a... um, Actually, a sort of member of the podcast. We've talked about my father a lot on the podcast. Uh... Passed away two weeks ago. So I was in Pittsburgh for two weeks and wasn't feeling super silly to do the podcast, but um, but now I'm back. Yeah, I would. I think you get a pass on that one. Do I get a pass? Yeah, I know showbiz is a hard business, uh, but I think you. I think it's okay to take a, take a couple of days when something like that happens. Yeah, it's just. Uh... <laughs> you think there's comics out there that would hear? You're like, hey, I took two weeks off of comedy. They go, you don't want it bad enough. Well, my dad died. 100%. You don't want it bad enough. Well, I know people. That, I doubt that. I've, I've had a couple people say the thing like, you're going to get some material out of it. It's like, I already got material from him when he was alive. I don't want this kind of material. Yeah. There's nothing f- like, I, I don't know. Like, and, and if I do get material out of it, it's not coming this month. It also you actually bring up a great point. It's not coming right away, and also that's not the thing you say to a comic the week, the day after their their parent dies. Oh, they, I know. That's not the I. And also that proves people don't know how to handle situations that their first go to is like we should get some jokes out of it, and it's like yeah, probably will, but a you want that to come naturally in, sure. your, in your own process, and b it's like. Ugh, how corny are comics that it's like, ooh, a dark thing happened to you? Now you can get all, you can get all like, oh, you can speak your truth and get funny with it. Well, and, and, and I think I, so I, I read the eulogy at, my, at his funeral, and I think that when I told my sister and my mom that I was going to do it, I think their immediate reaction was, oh, Christ, is he doing like... A bit. Is he doing bits, or is he doing... You know, or is he gonna like air his grievances? You know what I mean? Like, say what you know my issues were with my father because everybody has issues with their dad, and and mine I, I had a, a good bit. But I was you're like, an emotionally mat- fairly mature person. Well, I was like, no man. I was like, I was like, I'm bombed. I would say when he when he died, that I was probably one of the closest I've ever been with him. So that's what's right. kind of you know that that's what kind of made it tough. But I only put one. Like little like joke in the eulogy that I started off with. It was a story that I heard from my sister that I think fucking hilarious. So my sister is, uh, she's uh, she was my dad's stepdaughter, but her and my dad got real close like as she's been older. And same with her husband. So when my dad went in for his surgery back in April, my sister's husband texts him and says, "Paul, we're thinking about you. I hope everything goes okay. But if it doesn't, just want you to know that I love you." So my dad instead of responding to Dan. He texts my sister and goes, Ugh, your husband just told me that he loves me. <laughs> I think I can do better. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty funny. But it, it was, you know what I mean? I, I only said that like, like to start it off because I didn't want, like, I wasn't going to read a super sentimental eulogy. My dad didn't even want a fucking funeral. He didn't. No. He said that multiple times. He had he said that I have a thousand dollars in my safe because I saw this thing on TV where these three hot women will cremate you for a thousand dollars and make an urn. That's <laughs> all he wanted. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's why I told you I would wait to tell you because you were like, was there a wake? Was there a funeral? No. We did like a one-day, four-hour viewing, and that would have been against his wishes. <laughs> so your dad, the avid gambler, was able to save $1,000 with the idea that these three hot women are going to cremate him. Yeah. And, and, and did they do anything to the ashes, or they just they just cremate you? I think they just cremate you. Is, also, that, who, is that you who you had to do it, that service? No, because there wasn't $1,000 in his safe. <laughs> <laughs> he just said that he was going to do that. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah. Wait, so he saw this on TV or something? I think it was something on TV, and it was in Pittsburgh. And it's like I forget what it was called. It was like three, you know, <laughs> married ladies. It's like when people go where they have like the topless car wash, or yeah. like, like it's like that. But it's like it's also it's so funny that you love you love <laughs> hot chicks that much that you're like you don't even want to enjoy it. You just <laughs> like the idea in the, the, the in the afterlife that you're around these three yeah. hot chicks, knowing that a couple of uh, hot chicks are <laughs> rustling through your ashes. <laughs> but I don't think that I don't think that their selling point was that they're hot chicks. I think he just saw like three sisters. <laughs> A cremation service, and he was like, "Ah, oh, dude, I would nail a couple of those broads." <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It wasn't like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, wow, that's pretty amazing. Holy cow! <laughs> but you just had some guy named Ralph <laughs> works. Oh yeah, works for the city. <laughs> I think Bill. <laughs> they just did it for you. Some guy in a weird mortuary out mortuary outfit just did it. Like some some uh, real go- some gothic kid from the high school volunteered <laughs> to do it. <laughs> it, it. It just kept them from killing their bullies. Instead, they're like, "Oh, we get to play with some yeah. corpse of some yeah. old Polish guy." Dahmer circa eighty three did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Well, that's what we always say. Like uh, we had we had our funeral episode before. Yeah, we have. Where we we talk about death a lot. To be honest, well, it's it surrounds me. It's part of life. And uh, and we said the the buried or cremated thing, and the reason that my family all like like the Zawadni side of the family gets cremated is because it's not like an environmental thing. It's not like you know they any like against religion thing or anything like that. They don't want bugs crawling on their corpse. You know what? I, that's not that crazy of an answer. Yeah. I, I've heard that before. And that's not that crazy of an answer, I don't think. Well, my dad's- if it skeeves you out that bugs would be crawling all over you for eternity, I get it. Because they do. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you, I'm getting cremated. Yeah, me too. You are. What's your reasoning? Same reasoning? I just think it's I just think it's a waste of land. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. And, and and if it's the <laughs> that's why my carbon footprint is zero because I'm getting cremated. I can do whatever I want while I'm here because I'm gonna when I'm gone I'm gonna be gone. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you you just throw a styrofoam cup into the street. Somebody's like, hey, what are you doing? You're getting like, cremated. I'm getting cremated, <laughs> asshole. I buy a Hummer that has no catalytic converter on it. <laughs> hey, your your uh, your your license plate is just cremated <laughs> with an eight. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm definitely getting cremated. Also because, well, you know, we've talked about. I through the magic of Netflix, I now I don't I do I'm not religious, but I do think 
There is some. I think it's. I think there is a consciousness part of our existence, and I think there's a physical part. I do believe that, but not in a way of like Jesus and God, but in a way of that the energy rule. The, what is it? That's E equals M C squared, right? Energy cannot be created or destroyed. There's only a finite amount of energy. Okay. So that and your dad's energy has to go somewhere, and I think, yeah, maybe some of it just goes out into the ether and and nothing happens. But the fact that people the people seeing apparitions, people seeing uh, there's things that people can't explain. I do think it's like that's where the energy went. I'm not saying that it's this, it's this like it's sentient we're on being on clouds with dudes in robes and beards and, and harps and stuff like that. No, yeah. no, but I mean like so. If I'm like if you get rid of the physical part, your energy is still out there already anyway. So I, well, I think there's something to the idea that it's like we don't understand something about our physics where our energy has to go somewhere. It might just go into I don't even know what it would. Do. I don't know what it would transfer to wind. Because it become wind. I like that better. I, I like that thought process that you have better than any religion that I've ever heard. Right. Yeah. I because, never... because I think it's logical. Yeah, I think it's. I think the same way where they're like, "Hey, you want you can find the science in religion because you." They're saying there's an afterlife, and what everybody's saying is that there's like a consciousness part of the thing that doesn't stop once you once you die. That's what that surviving death thing is all about. That show that I've mentioned to you like fifteen. I haven't watched times. it yet, but. They talk about near-death experiences, and they have, like, physicians who were like, yeah, I died and came back. I changed my mind. I don't know what it is, but I'm a doctor, and I did not believe in this before, and now I do. Well, I will say this, and not to get too personal, but I've never had this happen. And, again, I'm not religious. I don't necessarily believe in an afterlife or whatever. But I know that when we, like, had that funeral and, like, you see the dude in the casket, Mm -hmm. that's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's yeah. no human energy. It's gone. You're right. The life is. When you go to awake, you can feel the difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 weird. Yeah. So basically, what you have to you have what you have to decide is the thing that is forming our consciousness, the thing that's making us human, which people call a soul. What's the science version of a soul? It's all the electricity and chemicals wrapped up, or is it, or is it the 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 consciousness that your energy has so like there's a theory out there that like the only thing that like all the stuff that I, I think we might have talked about this that everything it's like almost like a shared consciousness that we have everything you're tied to is a shared con so when you when I hit this table right now it's not actually there it only exists within our consciousness and we're cre- we're we're creating this all the time twenty four hours a day and it's such a strong it's, it's a strong world because if you have enough whatever's going on Physics-wise, where you're believing this table's here, I am, it, it creates the table, right? So what they're saying is, in reality, that's not, none of that's happening. It's only happening as you're perceiving it. That is fucking blowing <laughs> my mind. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, do, I do know what you mean, but it's like, like there are certain things that drive me nuts because I think they're too hard to fathom. Like, uh, they, like they, they like give, it gives me like a literal headache. Well, it gets into like even the multiverse type stuff. I don't understand it either. I'm not smart enough to understand all me of either. it. Me either. Well, you but, know what though? The shit that you're saying right now, I'm really believing and listening to you, and I normally don't. But you are wearing <laughs> those glasses, and I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, holy shit, I haven't seen him in two weeks. Does Donnelly know what the fuck he's talking about right now? I'm like uh, Costanza. I haven't had sex in two weeks, so I'm like. Oh, I now know Portuguese. <laughs> uh, que say? Yeah, I must have picked it up from my uh, from the cleaning lady. <laughs> to be um, no, I yeah, I do look 
smarter in my glasses. You, but you look I, like you could be a professor of theology or something. Yeah, I uh, I should be. You're right. I'm mm-hmm. at that point in my life. I'm a learned man at this point. No, no, but I but I do. I think there's something that like I'm a dummy. And it's one of these things where it's like, I think the idea of that is so interesting. Well, the idea that it's only based in consciousness. Do you know why I don't think you're a dummy? Why, why I don't think you're stupid? I'm going to give you a compliment, and you know I don't like doing this. Yeah. So you know it's, it, means, it means something. I appreciate it. Is you're not stupid because you want to learn. Like, you crave knowing things. Like, like you get like you get fixated and you get an interest and you want to know everything about it. Hence the UFO book behind me. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you hear of something and you learn these facts and you get like, like, like you spiral into it. And it's not about like, you know, it's not. I mean, it is sometimes, but it's not just about like you like wanting to know everything about like a Tarantino movie. This is like you wanting to know about like life and the meaning. I, sure. I, th- I think that that is like a and you're very open minded about it. Absolutely. I think that is a sign of intelligence. Oh, I would like you. to. Thank you so much. No, I think I'm like, when I say dummy, I don't actually think I'm full on dumb. I just think that I, 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 I'm not like a, a genius of some sort. I, and and like, put it this way, like I've read and then listened to a lot of stuff regarding all this. Like as far the UFO stuff, I've listened to tons of it. You know, and I have, but in my defense, I only have one UFO book, which is pretty remarkable for a guy mm-hmm. who's been obsessed for four years. How many documentaries have you watched? I've watched ten, like six or seven. Oh, yeah, I've watched, but I but I pick and choose which ones I watch. Yeah, because there's this guy. He just came out with a new one, and this is the crazy. We should talk about this. I want to see you. It's called Moment of Contact, and it's a basically about the Brazilian Roswell, and it's about this encounter, this crashed craft uh, that landed in a small small city in Brazil. I forget the name of it. And there was one eyewitness that saw the crash craft. In minutes, the Brazilian army was there. Uh, there was eyewitness ac- multiple eyewitness accounts of beings that were in the town. That one that was these three girls, these young girls, saw it and were scared and ran away from it. They, they described it in detail. And the thing was scared of them. They said it was... Uh, it was like they said it was like sweating, like it was it was in pain, and it was in the corner against this wall. They turn, they see it, they freak out. It freaks out seeing them. They run off to their house. Is this out yet? It's out. I have it. I rented. You can watch it at my house. Did you watch it already? I watched it already. Did, I watched it again. Did they describe it the same way that you always hear them described yep. as looking? They, with red eyes. Yep. Red eyes, black skin. Uh, oh, black skin. They said black skin. Yeah, which which I've heard before. You hear different different. It's like usually the same general description, and then you hear different, um, maybe some different attributes. At, Why didn't at they? Times. I would if it was like hurt. I would have like. Well, they didn't. It. I think they saw it and they didn't know what the hell it was, and they, and they thought it was going to hurt them, and they ran. Like, like put it that way. Like if you. The same way that wildlife is, with you're in the middle of the forest. A lot of it, they're so they're scared of you. That's why they lash out. And this thing didn't try to hurt them. They said this thing was obviously hurt, and it was the. They said they think the sun was hurting it. Which was interesting to me. If we saw that thing right now. And I, I will say, disclaimer, I don't know if I buy into this, but I'm like, if you watch it, you're like, okay, what I always think of is, what do they have to gain by doing this? Like, there's a guy in it that was in the military that described the military getting one of these creatures and bringing it to a hospital, and he was like, I was there, I saw it, and this guy hasn't been in public in 26 years. What do they have to gain by lying about it? Yes. Yeah, that's They're true. not making any money off the documentary. They don't, they're not getting paid. And they're also ruining their reputation with some people. That's why this guy was under cloak and dagger, because he was like, he was this elusive character that worked for the Brazilian military that was there when the doctors and the military was working on this on this creature, and he said, 
I didn't realize what it was at first, and then I knew what it was, and I was asked to leave the room, and it was 100% was like an alien alien creature. Now, I don't, even with all that, even with it seeming non-bullshitty to me, and it's done by a guy named James Fox who did The Phenomenon, which I, I, I buy a lot of that as well. You talk about The Phenomenon. I talk about The Phenomenon all the time. This guy just seems very non-bullshitty to me and very straightforward. There's no, you know, with this one, even with all that, I still, I don't know if I can get my head around the fact if it's true or not. Do you think, and because you're somebody that is really interested in this stuff, but if you were in a situation where you saw one, like in close quarters... I think I'd be one of those people that wouldn't believe my eyes I, for a second. And then if you had enough time to sit with it, like meaning, like, if I had, like how if, long is, this, is the sighting? Is, you mean UFO or you mean alien? I mean, if we see an alien that like, like we, we walk in here, like yeah. into your apartment to do the podcast and we hear something, we look and it's like hovered in the corner there, like looking hurt. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm, I'm running out the door. I, I think I'd be the same way. Yeah. And, and you, but... I, maybe if I have enough time to realize that something, I don't know what I would do. I honestly don't. That's why when people don't, people see these things, the, the UFOs in the sky, a lot of them go, I didn't even think about taking out my camera because I didn't know what I was looking at. I was yeah. trying to figure that out. I even get that line of thinking because in the moment, if I had enough time to like, if I ran out the door and I was like, wait, it seems like it's hurt. Then maybe I'd be like, hey, like I'd be like, it's like almost treat it like a, a dog that would be hurt on the side of a building or something like that. They're like, are you okay? Like, whatever. Like, there was something I would in pain. think if I, if I saw it, I would get scared. I, th- I would think it was just a dude. My, yes. That broke in. But I think if you got a good look at it and you knew it was not human, what would you do? I would shut, I would shut it in there. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I a good point. I would lock it in there. Yeah. And I wouldn't call the police. Who would, what would you do? You just leave it and move? I don't know what I would do. I would, I would, I would, that, that's, that's when the real planning would start. I'd lock it in there and then I'd invite, alone? and then I'd invite a couple dudes <laughs> over and I'd be like, for an orgy, no. And then uh, <laughs> so we're going to fuck this thing. You know that I have an affinity. Oh, Pulp Fiction style. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd zed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Whose chopper is that? <laughs> Zed's, baby. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. <laughs> uh, but it would be a thing where, I would be like, should we go in there and fucking fight it? Should we try to like... Well, you would probably... All right, so here's the thing. We have to... Let's set the parameters. You walk in one day. You walk in... You say you live here. You walk in to the apartment, and then out of nowhere, you're like... You, you're hearing noises from like that room as the minute you walk in. even the, And turn on the lights, and then you see something in the corner in my little room over here, my little office room. You, my first thing would you would think it's somebody in the yeah. apartment, and I would, I would be to bolt because you would think it's like a, a, if you didn't, if you I would didn't also know, be, I would also be like, yo, it didn't hear me. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Why it doesn't hear me? And I'm calling the cops. That's probably what I would have done. Yeah, but still not knowing what it I would call the cops. I'd have been like, yo, there's somebody in my apartment. How long would it take you looking at it to realize that's definitely an alien? Like if it looked like your traditional gray alien, big eyes. Small nose, tiny. Well, I mean, I've seen some people in, in like, you know, on the streets of Manhattan that look like they could <laughs> almost be aliens. Do you know what I mean? They're so yeah, beaten up I and think... banged up. Like, like a couple glances, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's a fucking crazy homeless guy. That's 
<laughs> New game, alien or crackhead? <laughs> well, because I mean, you've seen you've seen the the homeless dudes that'll be walking around and they're completely at a ninety degree angle because their backs all fucked up and they're just walking like that. Like you see yeah. these creatures. I've seen like non homeless old guys that have that. They just yeah. at a right. They're they're just completely. They look like an Allen key. They're just every you know. t- every time I see one of those dudes. I walk like Superman for like a week. I just like peel my. I get like so nervous. So nervous about posture. I'm probably gonna be one of those guys. I think I might too. I have awful posture. You have a good voice for it though. Bad posture. Gruffy voice. (laughs) Out of my way! Get out of my house! (laughs) (laughs) Get off my lawn! Did you say do I have bad posture voice? That's not what I meant by that. Um, But I honestly believe that I. That's why when these things happen. You nobody can say what they would do. Like I listen to tons of podcasts where they'll have eyewitness accounts, and people are always like, "I have." It's not. It's not. I don't think it's people trying to run a fast one by anybody. They're going, "I have no idea what I saw. I have no idea." Like there was a couple people who were like, "I saw things in, in the craft that I saw in this guy, and I, I still don't know what what it is, where it came from, or what they were doing. Maybe it was military. Who knows?" So, I think like. You even people who see, you, you like, you would think it's a hallucination at first. It would True. Ha- you, ha- you would have to have, I don't know, a minute's a long time. If you if you were there, say you walked in and you couldn't get out. Say it was by the door, which is scary is. I'm talking about this. I'm scaring myself. Yeah, you're you're are you do you get scared easy? Yeah, fairly easy. I don't know, not really. My brother used to scare the shit out of me. Really? He was like he would like do things where he would get home from school like 30 minutes before me and like set stuff up like he'd like hide in closets he would but he wouldn't just like hide in closets and jump out he would hide in closets and call the house a bunch <laughs> and like do voices <laughs> that's really messed up yeah so to to the point where i would get there was one time where i thought somebody was like moving around in our attic and like i was scared to go up there that i i like get nervous and I call him. I was like, dude, are you in the house? Are you in the-? And he really wasn't. And I was like hearing shit. And then like I went outside and I saw like a curtain move. And it could have been, what it could have been is like, the well, he, well, here's what our minds train us to do. Could have been somebody in there. I did have the cops come. The cops came and searched through my house. I was like 13. I felt like a huge pussy. But Yeah, but are you though? But it could have been like, my whole mind was trained like, oh, it was probably something because a window was open and it was like blowing stuff around. It was creaking a door. And then that's probably why that curtain moved a little bit. And like, that's what I told myself. And that's, that's what I, but that, that, so many people probably seen some fucking shit that don't even know that they saw it. You, absolutely. I think your eyes can play tricks on you. Yeah. Like, even if you, like, the UFO thing, not just keep going back to that, but it's like the amount of times I'll watch a video and I'll be like, oh, wow, that's definitely a UFO because <laughs> I just want to believe that it is. Yeah. And then immediately the first comment is like, it's a bug on a window that is going in a circle and took off. And then you watch it again, you're like, oh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's just uh, a bug. Uh, like, it's, it's, well, it's, that happens all the time. So, we are we trick ourselves into thinking we're seeing things we're not. And I but I also wanna see some shit that's like like when you say that you got a video of a ghost or a video of a UFO or a video of an alien and then you look at it and it's literally nothing. Like I remember there we were doing this comedy show in <clears throat> Conneaut, which is in like it's in Pennsylvania somewhere, but it was at the old Conneaut Hotel and it was supposed to be haunted. Mm-hmm. Right. So while we were there simultaneously these like 
local ghost hunters were there. <laughs> so awesome. me and my buddy Matt, we get fucking hammered <laughs> by the end of the night. We're at the bar, and the ghost hunters are there, and they're like, "There really, it really is haunted here." And we do got some sound of a ghost, and we're like, "What?" Yeah, we heard the ghost. Like we like set this recorder up in the room that's supposed to be in the most haunted, where somebody died. We heard them speaking, and we're all fucking pumped up. I'm I'm thinking he's gonna play this little recorder for us, and it's gonna be like, "Get out of here," you know, like one of those. <laughs> and it's literally you think like fee five fo. Ooh, you might be like ghost noise. I am the ghost of ten bloody fingers. And you're like, oh my god, this place is haunted. But no, he like plays it for us, and it's just like like fuzz, and then you just hear like, and then yeah. we're, we're like, I think it deleted. I think I think the sound deleted. They're like, no, that's it. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. And they kept like, replaying it. They go, hold on. There it is. It's like, no. guys, you just re-recorded over a VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> That's just tracking, brother. That's just you putting a pencil on a Max L and, and rewinding it. <sighs> but the, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I watched some other show where they were like, you could full on hear voices on the tape. But even that's like, that's what I mean. Uh, if it's, those, those guys are doing it for a TV show or something. Yeah. Or like, think, then, yeah, there's your motive. There's your motive. That's a motive. That's a motive. But when I, you'll hear eyewitness testimony on these podcasts. Or on, nobody's getting rich quick by... by saying uh, they saw an alien. Saying yeah. they saw an alien or saying they saw a ghost and then not getting... Or, or even the guy, even the guy Fox, James Fox, it's like he brings up a good point with these movies. He's like, I'm just presenting you the information. I'm not saying it's X, Y, or Z. And he's right. And he clearly thinks it's interesting. I think he, I think he thinks it's aliens, but I think he's trying to be a, a credible and go... No, I, I, this seems credible to me. You literally, they, the, the opening, the opening montage, not even montage, the opening scene, they go to this town in Brazil and they just hold up in Spanish these signs, these, these, these poster board signs that say, anybody, anybody who has an info about the so and so incident, uh, we'd like to talk to you for this movie. Yeah. And multiple people came oh, up wow. and were like, yeah, I remember this and blah, blah, blah. And it was like endless, multiple, blah, blah. They were like 30, 40 people come up to them. Is the, you said it's in Brazil? Yeah. Is there subtitles? No. No, it's all in English. Okay. Well, oh, there's some subtitles, but... But, but not but, a ton. No, he's he's an American and, he's, and he has translators. Well, when I'm finished with Tulsa King, maybe I'll watch this. Is Tulsa King good? It's okay. What's it about? Is it the, the car salesman or something? Stallone. Oh, it's an actual show. I thought it was yeah. a documentary. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is, yeah. it, is he good in it? He, you know what? He's... What does he play? He plays like a he drug He plays dealer? a mobster that just got out of the joint for doing 25 years. And when he goes back, the, the mob has kind of changed. And they don't want him there because he's too much of the old guard. So they send him to Tulsa to set up shop there. Oh, that's interesting. It's fine. Uh, Who made I'm, it? It's Taylor Sheridan, who I love, the guy that oh, did Sicario, Yellowstone, Hell or High Water. He is every show on television. He's, he's great, like, but I think he might like. He, he, he it, shot his load. It's. I got to give it. I, I watched two episodes and I liked them enough to give it a chance for a third. But it's one of those ones where. Is I'm it limited? Still, it's only the one season or is it? I think it's going to be a thing. It's got Stallone. It's big enough where. I love Stallone. And he looks. <sighs> Beat, huh? Fucking it's, old. It's, he looks like Cat Lady. The, he has the triangle eyebrows. Like they're like triangles and they're just like that. I don't think I'd ever get plastic surgery. It's like somebody like, it's like he's using a Kardashian face filter on Stallone's old face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like somebody cut off his face and taped it over his face. 
Um, but let me ask you this. What's the best thing Stallone has done? Ever? In your opinion, if you're a big Stallone fan. Ever. Um, I've actually been getting Stallone, Stallone Overload because I just watched uh, him in The Samaritan, that movie that came out on Amazon, the superhero movie. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's not that good. Oh. But um, but it's fine. And I watched with my brother. Me and him both like like bad movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it wasn't that good. Oh, I got to talk about a movie I just watched. I think you've probably seen it, but go ahead. Um, best thing he's ever done is Rocky. Yeah, that's a good point. The first Rocky? Yeah. Yeah. Most underrated thing that he's ever done? Man, I can't think offhand. It's definitely not Throw Mama from the Train. Uh, he's not in that, so. You're talking about... Um, no, that's stop or my mom will shoot. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> Who's the throw mama from the Danny train? Danny DeVito and and Billy Crystal. Oh, and that was actually that wasn't bad. Yeah, it's I haven't the seen the other one that stinks. Thirty years. Yeah, stop or my mom will shoot. That stinks with Estelle Getty. Yeah, that the one's... Golden Girls mom. Stallone. What I mean, Rambo. Well, I was I, I was wondering if you were going to bring up Copland. Oh, well, that's you, underrated. Yeah, that's underrated. It's an underrated Stallone thing. I think, considering who Stallone is, he, he nailed it. He and he's not good. a badass. He's not a badass, but he's like, he, he pulls it off. What did you just watch recently? Old Boy? For the, the first original? time. Yeah. Love it. Oh, no. Oh, is that the remake? Is that maybe that's what I watched? Did you watch the one with Josh Brolin? Yeah. That one stinks. It is bad. It stinks. Is the original <laughs> is phenomenal. What the year was the original one. from? 2003. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's so good, dude. So many people told me to watch Old Boy, and I was like, "Oh, fuck!" On you watch the Spike Lee remake. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. It's really bad. I'm, I'm yeah. sitting there going, "This is really bad. Like, it's really Spanks. bad." <laughs> it's so funny that I fucked that up because <laughs> that was one of those movies that I never watched. But I, everybody would talk about it, and I'd be like embarrassed that I never watched it, and I just assumed it was that one. I didn't realize it's it's it sucks. Is it the same ending yeah. in the first one as this one? That he fucked his daughter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. But the original's the great. The guy from District 9's in it, the one that plays the bad guy. Yeah, it <laughs> sucks, dude. It's not good. He, like, shoehorns Samuel L. Jackson in there. Yeah. yeah. And then he has... Samuel L. Jackson looks like Chris Tucker from Fifth Element. Like, he just has, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. I gotta watch the original. All right, thanks for telling me. I don't know why I didn't know. I that's what I thought it was like. I'm like, oh, so I saw like the 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 Korean influence, but it was it was all over the. Like, can we just admit that Spike Spike Lee Lee kind of stinks? Yeah. Like like or he or he burnt out. Or can we admit that Tarantino has the right idea doing one more movie and stopping? Not that I don't think he probably could last longer. But Spike Lee did about three good movies. No, no. Well, Inside Man, Spike Lee is fucking awesome. But he didn't write it. He didn't write it. Oh, writ- he didn't write this one either, though. This yeah, old boy. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, well, I do the right thing is a good movie, but it was also an of the time movie. I saw the Five Bloods. Yeah, was so bad. Like it was horrendous. It's about it's the uh, where the uh, four black dudes go back to Vietnam. Oh, and it's just like so weirdly done, and I. Tell my dad that it's good and for him to watch it because I wanted <laughs> him to ma- watch a bad movie. And my dad watching a movie about four black dudes going back to <laughs> Vietnam that's not good. I could see him not loving it. He calls me up the next day. He's like, dude, I got all fucking stoned and watched that movie. It wasn't bad. I was like, the movie was so awful. He was like, nah, it was pretty good. 
<laughs> if you're high, it's probably better. That's what I'm saying. It's Vietnam and stuff. Yeah. But the let's let me say this: do the right thing. That was his like his coming of age. Like I'm this big time filmmaker. But you, I think when you're a director, a writer, director, and you you can be a one and done guy for sure. Crooklyn kind of wasn't great. Um, the town is fantastic, but he didn't write it. But it's it's shot what well. Is? And, and not the town. Uh, uh, Inside Man. Oh. Um, love the town. 25th Hour grows on me more than it. I, I need don't to watch love it, it love again. It, but I need to watch it again. It, but here, it was knowing that it was supposed to be Scorsese, you wonder what it would turn into. It was supposed to be Scorsese, then Spike Lee took it over. But you kind of don't hear much about Spike Lee, and I don't think it's unwarranted. I think it just, I think he's kind of been accepted that he's kind of burnt out. Yeah. And he just does like directing for hire at this point. Like to be a Spike, like in the 90s, a Spike Lee joint was like this big, like, like social thing while it was this. Now he's like, hey, just hire me for X amount, I think, and I'll direct your movie. Well, we, that's what it seems like, at least. And, and the name still gets buzz. Yeah. And even the, it's he's, like the he's M. Night Shyamalan. Guy. And the, like the M. Night Shyamalan stuff, where this guy, like, he has his moments, and then when they think he's down, he puts out one that's like, oh, okay. kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. made three heaters, M. Night Shyamalan. I, I love signs. I love signs. Signs. Six Unbreakable sense. and six cents. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are just three heaters. Yeah, no, it, it, but like I heard old. I didn't watch old. I heard that's terrible. That sounds stupid. So I think it's one of those things where it's like Tarantino doing ten movies, probably a genius. Like like all of them are good. Move. They're all good. The one, what's the worst? There's the worst one is what? Tar- the worst Tarantino that you'd be like, it's a, you. There's not one Tarantino. You're like, it's bad. The ones I hear, and I actually really like both of these. That are usually at the bottom of people's lists are Jackie Brown, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with. And it's good. A lot of people, but put also hate, it's a lot not, of people put Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight have to rewatch. Also, Hateful Eight is getting a lot of love now because they re they put it out as they, like a series almost. Well, they put it out as an extended version, and yeah. also people are realizing the worth of of Hateful Eight. I have to rewatch it. Do we have time for one more little segment? We sure do. We have about so, six minutes left. So, so since we are on the topic of movies, this is something that I was maybe going to wait to do on a later episode, a little closer to. Christmas. Okay. Because we are a Christmas podcast. <laughs> I want Wait, Is that the big reveal? We've been a Christmas podcast the whole time? We are like Christmas when Insane podcast. Clown Posse admitted that they were Christian rock, rap, whatever. Wait, that happened? I think it was like a, like, I don't know if it's an online it thing. It had to be a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they would talk about some pretty filthy stuff back <laughs> yeah. when I would go to all those concerts. I'm um, sorry. Hold up. So the Christmas stuff. Pause. Stop. Th- well, that would be the best reveal <laughs> ever if I was a secret Juggalo this whole time? That's a good question. That's an even better question. Before we get to my movie topic, yeah. would you still be friends with me if you found out that I was a secret Juggalo? For how long? How long were you a Juggalo in this scenario? My whole life. And I still like, know. oh, you just. <laughs> I, you know, I, gotta... I have been telling you, I'm like, ah, yeah, Saturday, I can't do that gig with you because I'm going to do a game show. And then you're watching TV because something crazy happened at a meeting of the Juggalos, and you're like, Holy shit! Is that Ray with his, <laughs> with his makeup running? Is that is that Ray with that stupid soda in his hand? <laughs> Did he? Is he chugging Fega? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing, Ray. This is a testament to you. Yes, I would. I would still be friends with you wholeheartedly if you were a juggalo. I would probably try to talk you out of it, but that I would. A lot. I would still be friends with you. What if I, was, I love you? What if I was missing an arm? No. No way. You wouldn't uh, be friends with me? No, because we, we, can't, we can't play catch. 
That's true. Well, you know, there's a lot of things we couldn't do. Can't play catch with you. Can't play catch with my dad. It's just the whole thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'd almost, I'd almost rather my friend tell me they were a secret furry than a juggalo. You'd rather your friend say they were a secret furry than a juggalo? Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because furries are are nice, and they're not, a, and they're and at least they're getting laid. <laughs> Dude, that see that's a thing. They I get use, laid. The juggalos get laid. I you no, <laughs> the juggalos fuck, bro. <laughs> no, is that I used to think that the furries it was all about sex. It's not. I rem- I was I was in an I was in an, this is the most this is more embarrassing than me being a juggalo secretly is I was in an improv group for a little <laughs> while and we're in one of my the improv classes and I said something like. Because uh, Pittsburgh has a big furry convention, and somebody was like, "Oh, the furries are in town. What is what is that? What is that furry stuff?" I was like, "Dude, it's awesome. Just a bunch of people. They dress up like stuffed animals and they fuck each other." Yeah. And this girl goes, "That's not what it's about." I was like, <laughs> so she was "Holy furry. shit!" Yeah. Oh, hit a nerve and there. I was like, What's up? And she went on she this comes, whole diatribe. She did, she did it in her furry voice, like she was a tiger. <laughs> That's not what it's about. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it's about. Oh, she's a mouse. Uh, but. No, so she says this this thing, and then she goes on this rant like it's not just about sex. Everybody thinks it's only about sex, and it's you know it's about like hang, having fun and playing and being in touch with like. And it was all this stuff that I can't remember because when women talk, I just fucking zone out. Um, but no, seriously, like they said that, and and it was at that moment I was kind of like, man, I don't think they're that cool anymore. Uh, but also, I don't know if that's true, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because. <laughs> I'm a school you on this. <laughs> Let me tell you. I was opening for a very funny comedian, uh, Jim Norton, one time. And I know I might have told this story, maybe. And we were in Washington, D.C., and I was at a Starbucks, and I had to use the bathroom. And they said, uh, do you guys have a bathroom? I go, yeah, it's upstairs. And I go up, and holy shit, it's a furry convention. And it might as well have been an accounting convention, because it was set up the same exact way. Conference rooms, sign-in sheets, all the, you know. But then there was furries going everywhere, and I'm like, Oh my God! It's a furry convention. No sex that I saw, but at one point I, I got to get video or a picture with these guys and put it online. But I ran into a furry convention, mm. which I did. And once you get close to these 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 furry little creatures, they smell like they had sex twelve seconds ago. Like they smell like their suits. They do not wash these suits. It, it, it was like I was like overwhelming. Like it was it was they smelled like like. Like they were in heat. Put they must way. all be rich then, because I know how expensive some of those suits are. Yeah, they're, they're like, like ten grand. Yeah, they're like they're like the the the, the characters at like uh, Disney or yeah. like the, yeah yeah. And are you gonna risk it and come on a ten thousand dollar <laughs> cat costume? You're gonna dress like a raccoon? <laughs> That'd be a great angle as a dry cleaner. Just be like, <laughs> we give breaks to furries. <laughs> Ten percent discount. You need jizz out of your fox costume. (laughs) Bring it on over. Ten percent off during the convention. (laughs) Hey, hey, ferret. Is that spittle? We can get that out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I was out there, and maybe it was just these particular furries, but I was like, oh, just just Febreze your furry costume. Just Febreze it. Get some fabric uh, uh, refresher. It was brutal. And it, it wasn't just B.O. It was B.O. mixed with a mystery smell, which I can only guess is uh, furry semen. Which, 
So the <laughs> mystical, the, the mystical uh, concoction that makes other furries. That's would how they procreate. You, would you rather fuck a furry or a juggalo? I'm going to be honest. Yeah, probably a furry. <laughs> Definitely a furry. I think it'd be more interesting than a juggalo. Juggalo would just be sad. And both. They, they and you'd, have to, you'd have sex with her and she'd read her poetry for four hours after. Oh, her? <laughs> no, both of them are dudes. Oh, they're both dudes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> which, for the, the question is, you want to have sex with a dude, it's which dude would you have sex with? Yeah. Um, I know you've been thinking about it. Still furry because then you put him in a deer costume and then he seems like a fawn and you got a whole. Oh. Femaleish thing going on. Oh, well, and then the, I pe- the penis makes it weird. <laughs> but yeah, I think I would. I think I would rather do it with a furry. And I don't think that there's any either thing wrong. Like if I found out you were one of them, I would be like, oh, that's pretty cool. But you would, you know what it is? I think I would just be like, okay, so what's the deal with that? Like almost like you were saying, where it's like you didn't know because I think that girl was wrong. I think she thinks that's what it's about. But every dude furry, why do you think he's a furry? <laughs> you think these guys are just going for community? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. You, these guys are. No. You, you know what it is? They're incels with fur. That's what the yes. guys are. Or not even not even incels. The guys like, just one hundred percent have always wanted to fuck a flamingo. <laughs> so they're like, eh. and the I guys, can do this they're legally. Guys, they're guys that used to just jerk off to where the wild things are. <laughs> 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 the, the, the girls actually care. The well, I think the girls think it's community. I think you have probably have some guys that might, but overall, everything is started because everything is based in sex. Most yeah. things are based in sex. Hundred percent. So if you have the thing where you're dressing up in a costume and there's a little bit of sex going on, come on, that kind of defines the whole movement. Because yeah. guess what? I didn't see any furries marching with Black Lives Matter. You know what no. I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're not marching for social. They're not even marching for like spayed and neutered hey, pets. <laughs> hey, there definitely weren't juggalos marching with Black Lives Matter. I'll tell you that, tell you that right now. Yeah, they're secret racists. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm kidding. I don't even know if they are. But we should know. Let's overgeneralize everything. Yes, we should, let's just make blanketed statements and see if we get hate mail or That's hate right. messages on That's our. How this country works. <laughs> but put it that way, like. If it was about the community and like spreading something besides just hairballs, it would you would know about. You like the furry well, cause is animal uh, control or animal or or spayed and neutered pets or uh, adopting dogs and cats. I've never heard that. I hope that like I hope that you're right because then I'd support and love them if it was all just about sex. Well, yeah, it's a fetish, and it's like, hey, go for it. You be you. Whatever makes people. Whatever gets people off makes the world a safer place. And also, and I support it. And they're very and they're very off putting because I put the picture up thinking it would do fantastic. Be like, well, check this out. It's a furry convention. I'm like, isn't this amazing? And then people are like, what? What? What happened? Like, I think the minute you put a picture of you next to furries, they're like, were you there in an official capacity? Like, were yeah. you there for the actual has festival? That, has that beard been fake this whole time? <laughs> is that a is that your is that your, yeah. your your express outfit that you go out in public is, with? Is that just ha- are you you've been half an old wolf this you, whole time? Are you half furry? Are you have yeah, you have werewolf? What would your furry costume be if you had to pick one? It's gotta be a bear. It's like, you know. You'd be a bear? Yeah, I think, yeah. It's gotta be. I'd a bear. be a lion. Well, good for you, I guess. I guess because you're type A or you're you know the alpha. Is that what you're saying? Big alpha? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be the leader of the furry improv troop. Hey man, I told you that in confidence, dude. <laughs> no, I would be. I would. Furlarious. Be, I would. <laughs> hey guys, we're Furlarious, and we just wanted to thank you for coming. To the- 
Fuck you, man. <laughs> That's the name of my all furry improv team. For hilarious. For hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> that worked out pretty well. I don't yeah. think I made you that laugh that laugh that hard ever. I don't that think that was really funny. Uh you want to end it there, my friend? That was for hilarious. <laughs> uh we will. Uh, we'll oh, end what it was there. the last thing you wanted to talk about? Uh, you know what? We could save that. It's a, it's a Christmas thing. Let's save question. it to closer to Christmas. You know what we need to do for next week that we didn't if it's, do? If it's the question is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Well, we're going to stop doing the podcast. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I, I, can, I can't even entertain that question. It makes me infuriated. No, but what we do need to do and our, that we failed to do for our listeners because my fucking selfish dad got in the way. Your papa. Is uh, we got to make our head-to-head playlists. Oh, 10 songs. Oh my God. Yes. We'll do that next week. 10 song playlist. And uh, I wanted to clarify are we going just 10 best songs or a full 10 song vibe? No, 10 doesn't have to be any any theme or anything. And it has to be the same way that it's like, you, which you'll be better at this. It's going to be like a thing where it's like, a, 10, the playlist, you walk into a bar, regular pub, uh, 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 you know, dive, any kind of thing, where you're like, I'm going to get. These people are seven out of ten of these songs easy. Wow. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like it's the, it's a turn the room playlist. Hell. Okay. Because that's what we love I'm doing. Dominate and you that. especially. You 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 might, but we'll see what happens. I'm okay. pretty good at yeah. Um. All right. So that is our that is our homework for next week. And guys, please 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 subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. The brand new jerks on wherever you check out your podcast. Check out my 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 friend Ray and his Instagram at Ray be killing him. Check out Sean at Shawnee Time. And we have a pod, we have a TikTok TikTok at Brand New Jerks Pod on TikTok. Uh, also, uh, subscribe to our YouTube. We've been trying to build our YouTube uh, up a little bit. And uh, hopefully uh, we can do that and start bringing you some uh, some different content now. Uh, we, we took a little break, which we're sorry about. But, but we're uh, refreshed. We're back. But life happens. Yeah, Sometimes life happens. That's Life Life happens uh, when you start making pl- plans. Plans. Life is what plans. I'm sorry, there, what's, what's a, that, Ferris? There's a saying. <laughs> Take it easy, Ferris. What's Ferris say? Ferris Bueller says, life moves pretty fast. You stop and look. If you don't stop and look around, it could pass you by. I think that's what it is. Nah. <laughs> Whatever, man. Here we go. You want to do it? Let's get on out of here. You got a spot to get to. We sure do. <laughs> <laughs>